I just think that's rock and roll, but that's what it is. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. You gotta give it all you got or forget it. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a party. They've done it again. I'm going underground. Get this. This is Suburban Underground with Drew and Steve on Bedford 105.1. Welcome back to Suburban Underground. This is Steve. Drew is off tonight, but I welcome John Lamoureux, host of the excellent podcast, The Hustle, a podcast that I'm an avid listener. And today we're going to talk about legacy artists and we're going to play recent music they put out that we like. This was your idea, John. Can you uh, give a little thoughts on uh, what made you think of this? Absolutely. My thinking was that, you know, it's not unlike what goes on in Hollywood in terms of reboots and sequels and stuff like that. I thought it would be interesting for music fans, however casual or intense they might be, to know that certain acts that they may remember from back in the day are still out there occasionally making new music. And is that music any good? Well, we're going to play some songs that kind of shines a light so people can decide for themselves. That's great, yeah. One thing that I struggle with is a lot of times legacy acts end up years later after their heyday being a single person who owns the rights to the name with a bunch of hired hands. Is that really the band or is it just like a tribute act? Or maybe the core person who's the genius originally is still with the band and that's all that matters. That's very true and that happens a lot. I tried to pick mostly artists where that wasn't the case. I mean, not every band is still intact 30, 35 years later, but I do feel strongly like everyone that I picked for this thing, and I think you did too, are people that are representative of what that band has always been about. Yep. So let's jump in. We're going to take turns. Why don't you introduce your first, this is your pick, Animotion. Yeah, uh, this is one that kind of, I'm imagining people might be most shocked about. Everyone remembers Animotion from the early 80s, Obsession. That song was huge. Who knew that incarnation of the band only ever put out one more album? And in 2016, they put out a brand new album of all new material that is actually fantastic called Raise Your Expectations. This is a tune off of that album that I thought would be a lot of fun to share with people. I'm guessing 99% of the people out there would be shocked to know that Animotion made new music and that it's good. But this is a track called Last Time from that album. Well, the light. 
But he was never wrong He would argue with every damn word of this song Let's go, baby Where the action is Let's go, baby Where the action is I'm going up to the front I'm gonna make my stand So that was the Water Boys, something brand new from this year, 2019. The song is Where the Action Is, and that's the name of the album as well. So other than Mike Scott, the only 80s members still with the band is violinist Steve Wickham. But really, Mike Scott is the creative genius of that group, I would say. I'm not a, a huge fan of the Water Boys. I liked their big music albums, first three. Then it went really folky. I liked Fisherman's Blues, but I didn't really follow them into that whole thing. But I really like this new one, Where the Action Is. I agree with you. And and I tend to lean toward their more peppier legacy stuff as well, like Hole of the Moon is still one of the greatest songs ever. Yeah, I really like this one. And this was Mike Scott's attempt at kind of rocking out a little bit. It doesn't rely on that Celtic folk sound that we know so well when it comes to these guys. It's different, but it's good. It's a solid, solid song. I really like the Animotion song. That's so. That's a band that I probably wouldn't click on if I saw the song online, but I really thought it was an excellent song. Good, I'm glad. That whole album is great. I'll have way. to look for that. And it's called Raise... Raise Your Expectations. <laughs> Thank you. Suburban Underground is giving away two pairs of tickets to see the band Sloth Rust at 3S Art Space in Portsmouth on Tuesday, November 12th at 8 p.m. The tickets will be awarded to the most creative but clean insults that you can muster at your hosts, Steve and Drew. You must post your insults on the Suburban Underground Facebook page. Tickets are courtesy of 3S Artspace, and you can go to 3SArts.org for details. This next set, this is a band that never really was big, but they probably had a, a big cult following back in the day. The band called Bad Religion, and they're an L.A. punk band. They've kind of morphed more into almost like a mainstream rock-sounding band, but they still have a punk attitude, I think. So this is new from them, and the song is Lose Your Head from the album Age of Unreason. But hey, do you know 
can one man take And the loss of communion stings when I want more That's a bond that I won't break Did I push too hard trying to sanctify our love Will you fall to the bottom of the It goes out to you, Steve. Uh, that was Robert LaRoche and his new song, Seeds of Doubt, off of a new EP that he just released called A Thousand Shades. That is my favorite recording of this year. And the reason this is dedicated to you is because years ago, you were one of the first listeners to my podcast and you requested that I get someone from the size on the show. They were an excellent power pop band from the Northeast back in the 90s. I was able to finally get Robert on there. We've become friendly, as friendly as people can be on social media. And uh, when he put out his new album, he came back on and we talked about it. So that song is dedicated to you, buddy. <laughs> I really do appreciate that. I yep. wanted to say real quick about Bad Religion. I think Greg Graffin, the lead singer, has maybe the best voice in American punk rock overall. And I think that band could easily change their name to old reliable instead of bad religion because they have never sucked. They're consistently <laughs> great. All right, next up, I want to play a song by the Motels. You remember that excellent new wave band from the early 80s, Suddenly Last Summer, Only the Lonely. Martha Davis was the lead singer, has an unmistakable voice, and it's just as strong as ever. In 2018, they put out a, their first album in probably 20-something years, if not more called The Last Few Beautiful Days. And this is my favorite song on that album, Tipping Point. I will admit I was never that big of a fan of the motels back in the day, but this album is great. And this song has a really driving energy to it that I think is unique to that band's output. So I wanted to share it. If I am 
the song behind your eyes When you broke, I never felt a bit surprised table in the evening by the water side. Lonely eyes watch as the moon shines down a silver
watching The wind that was falling is rising again They hear the voices, the storm is calling Hear them singing, singing through the rain So that was Yes with Fly From Here, part three, Madman at the Screens, and it's from the album Fly From Here. Now the twist on this one is it was originally released in 2011 with the drama lineup back together. However, Trevor Horn was not playing the role of the singer, he was the producer, and they had Canadian vocalist Benoit David, I assume that's how you pronounce it. He was the singer on the album. Question why was Trevor Horn not singing on that? Well, they must have been thinking the same thing because last year, 2018, Trevor Horn re-recorded the vocals and they released a new version of the album, Fly From Here, Return Trip. Naturally, I gravitate toward this version because it's the drama lineup. John, you're a big Trevor Horn fan. I am. He's my favorite producer of all time. I didn't know that whole story. I remembered Fly From Here coming out years ago didn't realize this was a re-recording. Look, yes, 
some of it gets a little noodly, but at the end of the day, I'm rooting for those guys. There's a lot of fun in there. When they're good, they're very good, and I'm glad you played this too. Cool. Now, just one comment I wanted to make about that motel song, which I think is really good. I was just driving here on my way to the studio, nighttime, and it's a great song to drive to. The keyboardist Marty Girard is the only member of the band from the original lineup, besides Martha Davis, of course. That's true. And I saw them recently at the Lost 80s Live concert. They came on and played three songs, classics, none of the new stuff. And he was there. And of course, he played a sax solo as well. So it was just like the 80s never went away. Nice. And you're right. Her voice is still sounding great. My next pick is from Blondie. And they had an album in 2017 called Pollinator. The name of the song is My Monster. I think they still put out very good music. Something about it doesn't sound like old Blondie to me, but I think that's okay. I think the fact that her voice is so much deeper now makes me think it's kind of a different band. But even though got some of the same members, including Christine. Anyway, this is my monster from Blondie.
listening to Bedford 1051's Alternative Mixtape Show. Something for your mind. Suburban Underground with Drew and Steve. You can expect the unexpected.
I just think that's one of the loveliest pop songs I've ever heard. It's from Nick Hayward, who back in the day was the lead singer of Haircut 100. You may remember those guys. He's gone on to have a an excellent, although sporadic, solo career. He put out an album last year called Woodland Echoes that's gorgeous. And this is one of the this is the first track off of that album. I personally believe that Nick Hayward is one of the greatest songwriters still alive today. Yeah, I like that song a lot. And your thoughts on the Blondie tune? I like that album a lot. I feel like that song is a little forgettable. Their output the last 15 years is doing its best to sound modern and yet call back to their glory days. It's pretty hit and miss for me, although I think Pollinator overall is a really good album. All right, why don't you uh, introduce your next pick from The Outfield? I think The Outfield are one of the best purveyors of pop rock music there is. Most people remember them from the 80s with songs like Your Love, Josie's on a Vacation Far Away. Guitarist and main songwriter John Spinks died of cancer back in 2011, 2012. Tony Lewis, the lead singer, took many years to put his life back together to decide whether he wanted to continue in music. And he put out an excellent solo album last year, which deserves its own show. But I want to play something off of the last Outfield album called Replay from 2011. It's only available digitally. It is fantastic. We were talking about Trevor Horn earlier. This album reminds me a little bit of that Yes 90125 album from the 80s. That kind of pop, but also prog sensibility mixed together. This is a song called In Your Company, which to me is one of the most, the happiest songs. It illustrates or describes happiness with a partner on a beautiful day better than most songs I can think of.
Got something new from Liam Gallagher. The song is Shockwave. It's a single from him. Liam Gallagher, of course, one of the two brothers from Oasis. And um, I thought that song was great. I'm a huge Oasis fan. They're probably in my top 10 favorite bands of all time. I will say that I don't know that Liam fits this description very well because I don't know if too many people are out there wondering whatever happened to Liam Gallagher. But whatever, <laughs> it's a great song and I'm glad you played it. Regarding the outfields, yeah, I, I thought that was a good song. I, I have a feeling we're not going to disagree too much on this. But I love their old stuff and I like that song that you picked in your company as well. Good. So coming up next, we have Bruce Foxton. He was a member of the Jam and he also has another band called From the Jam, and it's kind of like a jam tribute band with a member of the jam in it. But this is from a solo album from him called Smash the Clock, and the song is Now the Time Has Come from 2016, and it has a really late-era jam sound to it. Love doesn't make it 
that was another one of my top 10 favorite bands of all time, The Ocean Blue. People may remember them from making a big splash on like postmodern MTV around 1989, 1990. This beautiful mix of the Smiths and the Cocteau Twins. They put out a new album just a couple of months ago called Kings and Queens, Knaves and Thieves. This is my favorite song off that album. Love doesn't make it easy. It's got such a nice, funky shuffle drum beat to it. You know what's amazing about these guys is they're from Hershey, Pennsylvania, but they sound like British sophistopop. Absolutely. Those were their influences. And I like that Bruce Foxton song a lot. I have noticed, boy, you guys love to slurp the jam, don't you? I love the jam. He likes the jam, but he likes the more edgier stuff. I mean, I like the edgy stuff too, but I like both. So we have enough time for one extra song from you. So why don't we close out the show? And uh, Well, first of all, tell the folks where they can reach you and find you on the web, and then you can introduce the last selection. Well, we're called The Hustle Podcast, and you can find us wherever you download your podcasts, any podcatcher out there. We do long-form interviews with legacy artists from typically the 70s, 80s, and 90s. What's it like to maintain a career in music? How do you do it? What were the highs? What are the lows? And then we love to hear their best stories. If you're on social media, you can find us on Facebook and like our page. We're very communicative on there. Or you can find us on Twitter, at The Hustle Pod. I'm a little less communicative on there. I don't love Twitter, but it's there if you need it. And for Suburban Underground, you can find us on Twitter, at subedford 1051 and on Facebook, Suburban Underground Radio, and Instagram, Suburban Underground. And on Facebook and Instagram, we post our playlist every week. I want to close it out with one more song that I think most people would be pretty shocked to know exists. You remember the group Deep Blue Something? They had that big hit in the 90s with Breakfast at Tiffany's, a song that I think a lot of people maybe liked for five minutes and then grew to hate. (laughs) Well, that band is actually better than that song. Very different. And they put out a new EP in 2015 called Locust House. And this is a killer song off of that EP called Winsome. In keeping with the theme, I wanted to show people that these bands that you think you know might still be out there doing stuff that you might like if you open your mind to it.
Yeah.